quick note before the episode starts. We say multiple times during the episode that we met the master distiller of uh, Hard Truth, but in reality, we actually met Tim O'Brien, who's one of the founding members of Hard Truth Distilling and part owner. Uh, the actual master distiller is Brian Smith, who was not at the tasting event. Um, but we just felt like we need to clear that up because we get it wrong several times in the episode. So our apologies, um, but hopefully this clears it up for everyone. Thanks. Oh, man. I have itchy eyes. Yeah, I, today has been rough. Is it's, it uh, spring or something? Finally in friggin' Chicago. I, that was one like this last week. It's, yeah. earth, it's Earth Day. It's Earth giving you its love by making you not able to breathe. So is the Earth going into like my nose and eyes and throat? Earth's it's, going everywhere, Roberto. It's the Earth bitch slapping me for driving a truck that gets 12 miles per gallon. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the Earth. <laughs> That's why I drive a truck. <laughs> you don't like the Earth? <laughs> nice. Ah, stupid Earth. podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto PDL. Today, really allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking about Hard Truth, the sweet mash rye. It's an Indiana that is not MGP. Yeah. Something that you don't say very often. Yep. How many hard truths does Dan have? Like, I'm sure you can come up with... Like, On a daily basis? Yeah, like really hard truths. Probably a lot. You have no idea how hard my truth is. My hard <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, man. I'm excited about this bottle, especially because we met the distiller. Yeah, so this is... We met the distiller um, at Sam's event um, and tried this. And we also... We talked about the bourbon maple cream. Or the mm-hmm. maple bourbon cream, yeah. Uh, in the last episode, um, both of these are fantastic. We don't have the maple bourbon cream, but uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for it because it was fantastic. What's funny is my coworker that showed up to the event. His uh, he he wanted that signed bottle of that, and they obviously weren't selling it there because they were low stock. Yeah, he texted them and he said he's going to get him a signed bottle for his wife of yeah. the. Maple bourbon cream, and I want some, like I said, for my pancakes. Yeah. Dude, I would definitely make maple syrup with this for my pancakes. This is great. Yeah. I'm already drunk on it. We just started recording. (laughs) (laughs) The Roberto, I I heard that that, uh, I've never tried it, and this is going to be one of those things that's going to sound really weird. Taco Bell's bringing the Mexican pizza back, and everyone's rejoicing. Did I've, you ever have the pizza? I've never had a Mexican pizza, and I think I've only had one Big Mac in my well, life. Well, I mean, let's let's set the records straight. I mean, I, I don't actually like Big Macs, so... I love the Big Mac. Oh, man, I love Big Macs. But let's set the records straight. Tiger Ball is not Mexican food. I don't know what the hell that thing is. Like, that's... The, the, uh, whose idea of uh, what, Mexican... What's, what is the Mexican pizza? Yeah, exactly. It's like a... Tac- Was this like a 90s thing? That they're bringing uh, back thousands for sure because I was when I was in college that it existed. Oh, okay. It's, um, it was around for a while, and then a couple of years ago, I think right when COVID started, they took it off. Well, like when they started, everyone started cutting back their menus. They pulled it from the menu, and there was a big outrage about it in the Taco right. Bell community. I, who? The, I this is the first I've ever heard of this. Even that this even existed. Who? Where is the uproar coming from? 
Like all the Taco Bell people. <laughs> How many people were, were you eating? I went to school. Like the Mexican pizza was great because they came out like right around that time. Dude, and I swear I've never really heard of this I mean, before. that's the thing about Taco Bell. It's not Mexican food, but it's really good. I Wait, it's just like a tortilla with shit it's on it? It's like, like a pizza? It's like, yeah, tortillas, but they're crunchy, right? Because they have a crunchy tostada on top and a flour thick tortilla like on the bottom. So the crust is like crunchy flour. Okay. And then they put the toppings, you know, they, they have the beans and the sour cream and the, the stuff on them. It's got like black olives and beef or oh, something. Okay. And the cheese, of course. So it's something like, you like could make at home in five it. minutes. Uh, yeah, pretty damn much. <laughs> except for you, but probably use real beef, and they don't. <laughs> I don't remember when that came out, like two or three years ago. And everyone was shocked. Yeah, yeah was, <laughs> like some lab somewhere tested beef, quote unquote, from Taco Bell, and it's like, yeah, there's no beef in it. This. No, <laughs> there was beef. It was just not. It was like a lot of it was filler or something. Yeah, it was like soy yeah. and. Yeah. freaking like stray dog or something I don't know. <laughs> you know what that stray dog tastes very good <laughs> especially when you're hammered drunk they're eating a lot of really good shit out there on the street oh man <sighs> all right we're What's not a... getting paid for this taco That's bell true. advertisement so <laughs> i do i do want a taco bell taco right now what's uh jake you been drinking anything new or exciting this week um i gotta turn around and look uh what was i having this week um, I think I was having, uh, I tried Resilient, bottled in Bond. Mm-hmm. Very good. Did you get a bottle at the event, or did you have that one already? Um, no, I bought that one before, um, but I I do like it. I would recommend it. Um, it's a, like, wine, wine-shaped bottle, and it has, like, an American flag in white on the bottle, then Resilient, like, in scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hundred proof. It's a bottled in bond. Yeah, it, it's a pretty reasonable price. I think it was under fifty dollars. Nice. I think it was closer to like thirty five. But yeah, it's a good good whiskey. Um, I've never had it. I don't think I have. And there was something else I had the other night. Oh, I had Jefferson uh, very old. Oh, the very yeah very yeah. very old very oh, that, small yeah, batch. That, that one's really very good. good. You you bought it without the copper. Casing around. Know, yeah, no, I I bought mine at Jewel, and they didn't give me shit. Yeah, they didn't. I've seen it at Jewel, and they, I, I haven't seen the case. I got ripped off. I forget where I got mine. Probably you got Eagle. yours from your wine guy, I think. I did get it from He's then, got some. And then the shortly after you got it, I found it at a store as well, too. Yeah. And then I made you, like, the world's largest candle out of the yeah. <laughs> that was, the tin. We got to put a picture on the website at some point. That is a big-ass candle. Yeah. Like that thing, I will move 17 more times and it will still be there. <laughs> Since I move like every other year or something. Yeah. I, I've i just been trying to power through bottles lately. Like not super quick, but uh, the other... So week, you're not an alcoholic. I'm not. No, it's just I, I'm, I'm making a very conservative effort to just stay on one for the week until that bottle is gone. I yeah. have a bunch of these bottles... Like for example, well, one I had a well, you had some that were getting close to yeah, to being they're, they're all done. like in the last twenty five percent, and I'm yeah. just like I'm gonna clear out some of these bottles. Uh, one coworker wanted a lamp, so I finished off my blade and bow the other week. Yeah, that's um, a good looking one. I finished off last night. I finished off with two. I had two drinks. I had two old fashions last night. I made uh, emptied a bottle of Stranahan's. I had one in a gift basket. Uh, TX is next up on the agenda, and then I'm gonna. Try and thin down the collection. I got right at 50 bottles right now. 
I want to work my way back down to below that a little bit. So if, whenever we decide, do you to, have any repeats? I forget. I don't think you have repeats. So the only I finished a last or early this week, I finished a Buffalo Trace because I had a backup. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So I I finished that one off. So that, I only have that as a repeat, and I think oh I got a couple of Blanton's backups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And maybe special reserve. You probably have a couple of. Oh, I got the gas tank of special reserve yeah, and yeah, the leader, yeah. your leader. But yeah. no, it's I don't have a lot of second bottles, uh, which is fine. The stuff on my top shelf and second shelf, I'm not going to touch that too much. It's the normal daily drinkers and some of the others. I'm just trying to clear off some of that. Uh, some of the mid level bottles, like the Dickel 13 year. Oh, that one's good. I like that, but I don't know if I'd rebuy it for the price. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take that one up next and just kind of start drinking down through some of these. So when we go to Sam's and he has some different things, I can stock up again. Stock up again with something different this time. Because, like, the high end bottles that I really love, I want to keep. And, you know, when you find those backups, you get the backups and you feel better about drinking. Like, yeah. I. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to see a Taylor single barrel again, so I'm probably not going to touch that for a while. Sam will probably get it for you if you if you ask him. I I, I think there's still half of that left, but I'm just going to like some of these other mid level bottles that are good yeah. that I really like to drink neat, but I don't necessarily need. Yeah, as a daily, I'm going to start going through some of those and thinning it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Good, it's a good approach. Uh, you said you haven't drank anything this week, right? I have not drank anything this week. I you know Friday was rough. <laughs> Uh, that was, <laughs> I, I was feeling, definitely feeling the, the next day. Uh, so that was, that was good. And, you know, especially because our friend Noah was in town. We went to hit some balls at the X-Golf, the indoor golf simulator with a couple of pictures of Oberon. <laughs> so that was before we met up with you guys for Sam's event. <laughs> and then of course we had all the tastings at Sam's. So the next day was, was a little rough. So I took it easy this week. Uh, it was busy at work, so I haven't really drank anything. Actually, take that back. We had a glass of wine, uh, on Monday night, but that was it. Like that was mm -hmm. it. After with things. Netflix, with a lot of Netflix, yeah. <laughs> Which I hope Netflix doesn't go broke. What's up with this <laughs> freaking stock well, going down? They're not. They're gonna charge us all for the passwords that we're yeah. sharing. Yeah, we're sharing the passwords. They're gonna charge you, and they're gonna put ads in all the freaking shows. Or they could just not make a thousand shows that no one watches. Yeah, I mean, get rid of the shit. There's so much <laughs> crap in there that just nobody will touch. How know? much are they paying for Ryan Reynolds for his movies? Like, they're doing all these, like, three series yeah. with high-end actors. Yeah. And his, well, his are doing pretty well, though. His, I, I think. didn't think I the Adam imagine. Project was that great. I didn't watch it. It was okay. But, but what is I, it called? The Adam Project. Oh, I've seen it on Netflix. I mean, I've seen the, the thing. I it, thought it, uh, it was, like, the most streamed Netflix original movie, I think. I don't know. It was it was like was it wasn't bad, but it was not one that I would. It's more to. of like a kids movie, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, I haven't seen uh, it. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds' normal sarcastic assholeness, but I like him. It's it might have been PG thirteen. I don't know what it was rated. Yeah. I don't. I like his approach. I I gotta see that free guy. Free guy. Free guy. Free guy is pretty funny. Yeah. Is it funny? Okay, because that's on Netflix. I've seen it. Yeah, it's uh, worth watching. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, we've watched a lot of Netflix this week, but no bourbon uh, or really anything other than, again, Monday night, just having a nice glass of wine. So, you know, giving my liver a break. I think it was screaming really nicely over the weekend. <laughs> I think it was not, he was not happy. Oh, and then we drank the next day at 10 in the morning. 
Oh yeah, yeah we, we did. did record podcast, yeah. A podcast. That's the other thing that kicked my ass is you know, all the bourbon at 10 a.m. Yeah, we did that blue run. The blue run, yes. High high proof at 10 a.m. Yeah, high proof. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to be back in uh, with a glass of, of whiskey in hand uh, tonight. So, yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of whiskey. We got some hard truth sweet mash rye. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, we saw this at uh, Sam's and we got... Uh, to, to talk to the distiller about um, their process and and their distillery, uh, which was really nice. It was really cool. They were very nice guys. Um, uh, but they uh, made a point of saying that this is a sweet mash rye, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a new term for us. Um, so we asked about it, and uh, so I, in like episode three. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about sour mashes. In a sour mash, you leave some of the mash behind mm-hmm. after a dis- distillation cycle, and that leftover mash helps to kill any bacteria in the fresh mash, um, and and keeps it you know fairly sanitary mm-hmm. um, when you go to distill. Um, so what a sweet mash is is completely removing all of the last mash and then sanitizing the entire still before putting in the fresh mash. Um, The claim behind this is that it brings out more of the grain flavors that are normally obscured by the carryover from sour mash, sour mashing. Mm -hmm. Um, So as far as we know, Hard Truth is the only Indiana whiskey that has a sweet mash yeah. uh, process, which I think they did say that that's the case. Um, but there are a few uh, distillers in Kentucky that use a sweet mash process. Most of them are actually newer distilleries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Wilderness Trail, Peerless, and Castle and Key. Um and there's there's others as well, but these are some of the larger ones. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is Wilderness Trail and Peerless, I think, only distill their own product. But Castle and Key actually contract distills a lot of different things, um, one of which was Blue Run, I think, which mm-hmm. we talked about yeah. in the yep. last episode. Um, but what the sweet mash process actually does is make it a lot easier if you're producing several different mash bills. Because you don't have to worry about trying to carry over a different mash bill into the next one mm-hmm. when you're transitioning. Yeah, um, you just start from scratch. Um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting process, um, and a little bit different. Um, but looking into this, uh, it does seem then that most Kentucky bourbons are actually sour mashes. Hmm. Um. Because yeah. they're not claiming to be sweet mashes, so right. there's only really the two so options. You're sweet or sour. <laughs> it's yeah. probably uh, there might be some kind of qualifier for what like percentage carryover yeah. qu- starts to qualify as a sour mash or something like that. But um, I'll try and look into that for the next episode. So you know that's 
That makes a lot of sense, and that's probably why every single bourbon Roberto tried in the March Dramness was a sour mash. <laughs> yeah. all it of tasted us. all sour. I think <laughs> what was unique was I think we had nine sour mashes in an eight-team bracket. And only like, one of them was labeled a sour mash. <laughs> right, and I won the bracket. That's I right. the whole thing. I won that's the right. championship. You created it. You won it. You did everything. I won. <laughs> You, you predicted, I think you actually predicted every single one correctly, too. Yes, I did. I mean, not just the, the final two. What are the odds, you know? Yeah. It was like, I'm like Obama. I come up with my winning bracket every year. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, again, I, I, I really enjoyed talking to the guys from what I remember because I think I was getting, I was getting there at the tasting. Yeah. Um, you were, uh, you were almost on a different planet. I was, I was getting there for sure. <laughs> you know, again, I, it was such a well done event because you never had to wait for anything. So again, kudos once more to uh, to Sam and, and yeah. Charles. Looking forward to the next one. Heck yeah, absolutely. The thing I I appreciated about them the most is the tasting cups they had at the end of the night were communion cups, and it was on Good Friday, and it just <laughs> felt right. Yeah. Uh, the it yeah. fit the occasion. Dan yeah. gave a nice blessing. I, every time. Yeah. Spectacles, testicles, yeah, so, wallet, watch. <laughs> you know, the, the distiller, very down-to-earth guy. Uh, very friendly, talking to us through the process and through his thinking. Uh, so that was good. You know, and, and it's good to know that it's on the way to uh, down to Kentucky, because I think it's yeah. just south of Indianapolis, yep. which you yep. have to go through to get to Kentucky from here. Yeah, from Chicago. perfect spot. On the, on the way Absolutely. so we're, we're probably going to stop on our way back when we go down there for yeah. uh what, labor day labor day yeah and we'll post some pictures because i i googled it and you know, yeah it looks amazing i yeah. i started doing my research after work and i immediately texted you guys said hey have you even taken a look at the <laughs> yeah. distillery because i just typed it in and i see this looks like it's in the in the woods yeah it, well yeah. it's definitely in the woods but it doesn't look you wouldn't predict that'd be indiana you would yeah. think that would it's it's in what is it Nashville Indiana, uh, Nashville Indiana yeah yeah and it looks more like Nashville Tennessee yeah 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 it really is um but it the... doesn't look like Gary Indiana <laughs> no, nothing looks like Gary Indiana. <laughs> well, well Afghanistan looks Mariupol like kind of looks like <laughs> I was Gary. Afghanistan looks like Gary Indiana um so yeah you know again it was great and and now I we tried it then. We had a little bit of, of taste. And I remember liking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From what I remember, but honestly, I don't remember like perfectly the tones or anything. So now I'm really enjoying it, sipping it in a, not in a plastic uh, communion cup. cup, community <laughs> cup, right? So yeah, I mean, we can, I don't know if you guys already got into it. I did. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been taking some sips of it. It's, so it, it says right on the front, sweet mash rye. It, it, it smells sweet. Yeah, mm -hmm. it it's called it's uncut and unfiltered. Smoke wagon uses that term as well. Uh, all that means is it's cast strength straight from the barrel, yeah. and then the unfiltered. Jake talked a long time ago. It's not chill filtered, so yep. some of the distillate is still floating around in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's uh, the claim. There is that some of the stuff that gets filtered out is actually what gives a lot of flavor. Yep to the whiskey so a lot of uh distilleries are actually changing over or or implementing non non uh filtration yeah yeah that's uh the distiller uh actually called i think his name was nick the rep that we talked with that was there with the distiller 
Oh, geez, uh, I think so. Yeah, Bri- Brian person. Smith is the is the main distiller, and I he started apparently Hard Truth started with beer as well. Yes, he's been sense. with Hard Truth since they started with beer, and is the guy that's in charge of their whiskey. They have a bunch of different spirits. We talked about the maple yep. bourbon cream. Vodka. They have some vodka, some other things. Some rum. Yep. Which again, they were doing on their to make money as they're getting their bourbon to age. Yep. This is the first product they've released that is all their own distillate. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the age statement on the bottle. It says two years. Obviously, it always has to be the youngest. Yeah. When we talked to the guys and their website says it's it's it says two years on it, which it, it is. But I know they said this is three years. They opened their bourbon after three years and didn't think the bourbon was ready to go. So they're going to let it sit another year. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, so it says two years. It with being cast strength, it is one sixteen proof. Yeah, uh, this is a it rye. Tastes like one sixteen. It is a rye, uh, which means it is high, very high percentage rye. It's ninety four percent rye and six percent malted barley. Beautiful. Uh, it's this is batch number two. There are only thirty barrels for batch number two, so Midwest will probably be able to find it. Outside yeah. the Midwest, going to be a little bit more difficult to find. The retail on it seventy bucks. I think that's what we got it for there yeah. as well. Yeah, I think it was at retail. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, just a two three year old rye. And Roberto, what are what are your thoughts? The I mean, you can talk about the bottle and everything. The big thing they talk about is the actual wood cork top. The wood cork, yeah, it comes from the ocean. Yep, <laughs> you can find cork in the ocean too. Uh, so they have the, the the big great patch of plastic in the ocean. If you look, you can find the great big patch of cork. Yes, <laughs> floating around in between here and, and Antarctica or something. Yeah. Uh, no, but the so hey, it's worth noting. This is Indiana whiskey, but it's not MGP. Yeah. Which is yeah. You know, you, you normally see Indiana in the back of the bottle, and it's MGP because that's where everybody gets their. Yeah, and, uh, they did say that they actually source all of the grains. From Indiana, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that most. I think he said most of the rye is actually local, but some of the other grains they get from somewhere else. In I Indiana. thought the rye was Canadian, or was that someone else we were talking to? Because I, I remember... think that's someone else. Because okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure he that. said they get everything from Indiana. Okay, which makes sense. I think I think that's good, correct. Yeah, there's good rye in Kentucky and Indiana. Of course, the better rye comes from up north, like New York and. Uh, in Canada and in Maine, yeah, the yeah. I think it's uh like almost like the shittier the weather, the better <laughs> yeah, the yeah. rye is. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I, I don't remember where the I saw lower this, but your state the better yeah. the rye. <laughs> Somewhere I saw that rye is actually a winter harvest yes, grain. It is. Yep. it is winter. So yeah. that's actually uh the original American whiskey was rye whiskey. Yeah. That's a that's so the how it uh, started. the whiskey rebellion yep. in like seventeen eighty something was yeah. actually over rye whiskey. Rye. That's a I remember that book that we reference all the time that encyclopedia of whiskey. Yeah, that's where I read that whole story yeah. about you know the the very first whiskey in America was rye whiskey. Yeah, it was it's it's because the grain stands up to so much exactly. scrutiny in like weather and all kinds of and stuff. And then the other thing though, you you know you come from from europe you start colonizing the americas and the english at least they went up north like they mm-hmm. there's no corn up north you know the corn comes from latin america and in south america so yeah. 
then then at some point of course they start using corn because they discover corn but in the meantime it's like well shit what's here is there's there's ice and rye there's snow <laughs> and rye uh, I, I think you're wrong i think uh corn actually comes from rain because it doesn't the song say rain makes corn corn makes well whiskey. that's a good point <laughs> but only if you pray you know long enough and then the corn appears and and the rain makes the corn i don't know where this is going where is this going <laughs> what song is that there's a country song that says rain yeah. makes corn corn makes whiskey corn makes whiskey whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky yeah, like that. I think corn comes from the ocean too. I don't know. I think it does too. That, I think that's a Luke Bryan song. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a Luke. I'm Bryan the only song. non-country guy here on this podcast. I uh, can't stand Luke Bryan. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. Unless he <laughs> listens to the podcast, then Luke. Yeah, we can't wait to see you in Chicago area. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, you know, again, uh, the cork. Uh, Topper, the you know, it's just beautiful. It really is, and a lot of things are made out of cork, but this one's like raw mm-hmm. cork. You know, like it's like can, uh, I think you said it's the bark. It's the bark. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense because it, it really does give it a really nice, beautiful look. Uh, the bottle itself is is well done. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. customized uh, to them. You can tell because that's that's an it's a unique shape. It's really nice. Um, it's got like really broad shoulders. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like um, kind of like Dwayne Johnson. He, look, he looks like, like just rock. it's just like as yeah. as the bottle gets taller, it gets wider. Yeah, it's a like masculine bottle. Yeah, my my wide areas are right in the middle. You're kind of more like a Willet pot still. I, <laughs> I don't know because they're like in the middle. My legs are pretty thin, but the middle size. <laughs> I look like I don't know, like a Blanton's bottle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, again, I've been I've been drinking this since we started because it's just I was dying to try it again. It's sweet, uh, you know. The, when there's when they say it's a sweet mash, I don't know how that translates, but in, on the nose, it's sweet. You can mm-hmm. you can smell. Yeah. You know, I was smelling apple. I was smelling like Randy Smith apple. It came to like for me, it was like, oh, this is really apple-y. Yeah, a um, lot of um, surprising no, uh, smells. Yes, for a rye whiskey, absolutely, especially a. Over almost hundred percent rye whiskey. Yep, that's ninety six, right? Yeah, ninety four. Ninety four. Like that's uh, that's a very high high rye, and that's a good point because the you know on the nose the rye is not overpowering. It's there. You can tell there's a little spice, but again to me it's like really nice, like fall apple, mm-hmm. or maybe like a spring citrus too. It's fruity. Mm-hmm. Uh, tasting it, it's the same thing. Those you know those those same notes that you get in the nose they translate to um to the taste when you're tasting it it's refreshing like this is a really nice spring yeah, yeah. bottle which is nice because this is the first day of spring here in chicago yeah it, <laughs> it, it's nice because you don't um the the pepper rye you know flavor mm-hmm. the like signature rye flavor is right on the front and then mm-hmm. it kind of dissolves yeah and then it's like classic bourbon flavors completely agree um you know for wine drinkers this almost reminded me of a pinot grigio like a nice crisp fruity spring or summer drink i would love to drink this on my like on the patio when it's you know 65 70 outside or just hanging out yeah um because it's almost i mean whiskey is never refreshing (laughs) i think it's quite yeah when it's in a mint julep it is well there you go yeah when Uh, it's mixed with something (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) When you get, you know, Jack and Coke is refreshing, I guess. 
uh, Jack and is. Lemonade. You know, it, the the finish is is sweet and and smooth. It's classy. I would say this is a. I think the price is right on point. I think seventy dollars for this bottle. It is right on point. Uh, I know the age is what two. Two and three. Yeah. It don't taste like a two year old whiskey. It don't it tastes like an older, uh, more mature whiskey to me. Yeah. I mean it has a really nice color too. Very nice. For that um, for that young, yeah. For yeah, for only being a two or three year. It's like um, apple juice with maple syrup color. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I really like this. Uh yeah, it, it's surprisingly complex mm-hmm. for being this young. Yeah. Um and you know the other surprising thing is that it's 115 proof, and I don't, it don't hit me like 115. Yeah, it hits me like a normal high rye. Yeah, and for like the, there's very few. I, I we I drink high rye bourbons. Mm-hmm. I I did not like the whistle pig piggyback that was 100 percent rye. Right. This is pretty darn close, and I like this one. That was one of the takeaways I had from that. And I ended yeah. up buying a bottle, which I have very few ryes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mainly have them for when you idiots come over. Yeah. When we go to Iowa. Um, well, what, we actually talked about this with with the guys from Hard Truth, because um, we had said you know that Dan dislikes rise in general, yeah. um, and they said you know well you should really try this because it's it doesn't have the the type of rye flavors that you are normally used mm-hmm. to. Um, they actually said that one that the sweet mash tames a lot of the. Mm-hmm. The rye spiciness, yeah, um, and brings out all the other flavors. Um, but also, they said that the younger you age a rye, the less that rye flavor develops. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. This reminds me a lot of the Smooth Ambler cask or founders. The founders, yeah. Rye. That was that's another one. Point. Yep. That was another one that was a very high, or that's a rye that I liked. Yeah. Um, I can drink this neat. I think after we're done here, I want to pour myself a little bit more and put a couple drops of water in it just to get it it's to open a up a idea. little bit. It's not a bad um, idea. And I, I think that might put it right where I would be really, yeah. really happy with it. I, I don't mind the proof on it. I think it'll just cut through the rye a little bit and just yeah. open it up for a little more flavor you for know, me. That's a really good point. I don't normally advocate for especially good whiskeys. I don't advocate for water or ice. Mm-hmm. I would actually love to drink this with a cube of ice on the patio. Yeah. Well, it's going to be nice. So after we're done with this, we might have to swing outside and try I, it. That I way. would yeah. not be afraid to put like an ice cube, a rock, maybe a metal rock even just to, to cool it a, a little more. But even, even a real ice cube, Yeah, that would be really nice. That's a good point. Especially when you talk about the, the spring feel exactly to to chill it up a little bit fruity yeah i think yeah chill this chill that's a a very nice uh neat whiskey to drink i agree on a warm day completely agree now i mean neat is great yeah don't get me wrong it's really good neat and and for 70 dollars, you want to be able to drink it neat or with a drop or two of water in it you don't want to cut the flavor out too much Mm -hmm. what's interesting is on their website they do have lists for cocktails Oh, and they yeah, actually have a cocktail. I I I didn't keep taking it. I think they called it a Hard Truth seventy five or something. And I copied the recipe over. And when you're talking about some of the sweetness, some of the granny, some of the citrus smell yeah. in it, and some of the refreshingness of it, yeah, 
the the ingredients that they have for this mixed drink that they have or this cocktail built around hard truth it's one ounce of hard truth rye it's a half ounce of fresh lemon juice mm. half ounce of simple syrup it's a lot of lemon juice and then three ounces of champagne oh wow huh. and a lemon peel very interesting that was like a brunch it sounds drink. like a very brunch, yeah. Nice, like sixty, seventy degree yeah. morning outside on a Agreed. patio. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. It might be something yeah, we can try. I'm not sure if you have all that stuff around here, but maybe maybe I'll try Derby that. Day. We I have. have to. I've got lemon juice. Oh well, and I know your wife has champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, for the brunch drinks. Uh, yeah, you know, neat is. Great. I really enjoy drinking this neat. I will not be afraid to put an ice cube, a real ice cube. At the very least, you know, a rock that's uh, or a metal rock. Yeah. Uh, to cool it, just cool it just a little. Uh, you know, again, 115 proof is not overpowering. You don't get hit with the alcohol burn. Yeah. It lingers. I mean, it's 115. I think there's going to be some a little lingering. bit. It's not too bad, though. Right. I mean, for, I mean, because we. Uh, you know, I think the the top end of of proof usually is like one twenty. Yeah, is where it starts to get a little more challenging. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, but like this is like if you had given this to me in a blind bracket, I probably would have told you it was a hundred proof. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It does. Not, it does not, not very taste very high. I agree with um, that. Um. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to keep following these guys. And if this is their two or three year whiskey, yeah. I cannot wait until they release like a, you know, a five or a six or even or even higher than that. And that, that's what we talked about at the table. And you got to appreciate them for trying the bourbon after three years and saying, nope, put it put it back in the barrel. Let it let it sit. Let it age. Yeah. Um, I can't wait until they have like an older ride. That would be really, really nice. Right. I mean, I think they do a good job. A two to three year rye fairly early in their career that's coming out. And you know, it's got to be tough when this is your first release and you're putting it at a pretty high price point. Like we yeah. talked about the blue run being at $90. Yeah. Which is obviously fairly more than what this is. Um, I feel this is, I think I said I thought the blue run would have been better priced at 60 bucks. I can see this staying right at 70 bucks. And again, as they get older, uh, and some more batches under their belt and get the bourbons out as well. I'm really excited to see when that bourbon releases. Yeah. I, I think the complexity of this, um, the proof yep. and the, uh, the quality of the bottle and the quality of the whiskey, I think definitely justifies the, the price tag. I would pay $70 and I did, <laughs> <laughs> but I would pay, you know, again, I would recommend this for, even, I mean, shoot, I, I'll even say if you're an entry level bourbon taster, go for it. That may be one of your first, you know, open, like on the upper shelf, higher price bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, wouldn't be I, I would, this. I would recommend this as an entry level rye even. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. If, I mean, if you're willing to spend that much on your first rye, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's a good choice. If if I'm gonna go entry level rye, I'm probably gonna stay with like the bullets and things like that. Agree. Oh, uh, I mean bullet rye, you if, can't go if, wrong. If you if your first rye is bullet for forty bucks, whatever the yeah. rye is, and you really like it, then this should be your second bottle. Yeah, that's, I don't. Yeah, it's a good. I don't point. know if I would jump into this as my first rye ever. No, I agree. Um, that's what I was saying. You know, if you're if you're getting into bourbon and you're willing to reach for the higher shelf, mm-hmm. 
in one of your first battles. I agree with you. I think you should probably go Elijah Craig or Bullet or one of the normal rides. Yeah. But um, I mean, this would be a really decent bottle to you know, reach for the higher shelf and just keep it in your collection. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah, I hopefully Brian Smith listens in when he gets to try the uh, bourbon out next time he lets us know. I'll drive five hours to. Yeah, dude, it's only five hours. That's not, could... not even five hours. I think it's like four to Indiana. And well, I, go I, I Google directions to it, but uh, it's not very, very. It's not very much further than Indianapolis. Than Indianapolis right. It's so it, yeah. Google Maps said it was four hours and fifty minutes, so it's almost five. Okay. Why did you Google? You had to go through Chicago traffic though. Uh, no, it was like 12. Oh, damn it. Yeah, right. it was like 12. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought about that. Because the last time I drove to the Kentucky Trail, which is only supposed to be, what, five hours maybe? Well, no, it would be like six. About six, yeah. It's only supposed to be about six hours. It took me eight because it took us almost two hours to get out of freaking Chicago. Mm. Yeah. Which makes sense. Darn traffic. No, so, I, yeah. Yeah, no, very, like I said, it was cool to meet the people uh, from Hard Truth. Uh, try and, I mean, I don't. We're not biased towards it just because we met the people. Uh, we tried it, and we really liked it, and we all bought a bottle. And yeah. I bought a rye, which is something that happens very, very rare. Yeah. You did buy this. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, I, mean, I got my signed bottle. I don't remember anything that night. Yeah. I my signed bottle. Well, actually, I, I bought a second one because I, I don't think I want to open the signed bottle. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. That's a, where'd you get this? At that same place? Yeah, I bought two that night. But he, he didn't sign all of them? No, he just signed this one that's behind me. Okay. And then this one I bought because I, I was like, "Yours is signed." Yeah, he signed all yours. Of ours. Is, yeah. Jake bought one at the end. Yeah, because I oh, asked okay. him, I'm like, "Can you give me a non-signed one so that I yeah. don't feel bad about opening this?" <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, I it's it's a blur. How did how did we get a signed bottle? Like we just early, went in that. That was early on in the night. He no, was he there. was signing them all yeah, night. That yeah. was, oh, okay. and, and Sam let us know that ahead of time too yeah. when we were there that he said yeah. that he uh, the this distiller was going to be there, but uh, yeah. I, I I just from looking at the facility, I cannot wait to go to their campus to see what oh, it yeah, looks like. Yeah, it, so it looks like a looks beautiful. beautiful facility. Freaking cabin, wood. It's like very you can tell it's very state of the art, but they got have it in a very yeah. like classic yeah. style it like does look new. That's building. a good point. Yeah. But it is new. Uh, yeah, well yeah, yeah. I I'm just saying they didn't take over you know uh, something else. It's like not like a decrepit barn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of the stillers will do that. They'll take yeah. over an old building. Yeah. And but this is, it just looks beautiful. I'm excited to go see them. I'm yeah. excited to talk to the guy. Uh, if he gives us a tour, maybe do anybody get the phone number? I don't know. Yeah, Hopefully I, they, they gave us cards. I got three cards for tours, and then I got. Yeah. I okay. actually called the rep that was there with them because okay. I had a couple questions when I was put my notes together. Thanks. All right. Um, so that we'll we'll have to get in. I'm excited to do that tour. Very excited. Yeah, it, I'm excited too. Should be a lot of fun. Other things I'm excited for next next episode. Yeah, next episode is our Kentucky Derby special. Uh, we're gonna go through a little bit of the history of the Derby. We're gonna give you guys the perfect mint julep recipe and maybe a couple other recipe cocktail recipes. Um, and then we're gonna try the good old tried and true Woodford. I thought we were doing so excited Woodford Masters from. Oh, are you going to bring the Masters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we're, yeah, we're going to try the we'll Woodford Masters. The Masters yeah. I'm not going to say no to that. We'll finish the Masters because I, uh, it's like I have like a quarter of a bottle left, Ooh, which is perfect. We'll, there's we'll your lamp. We'll kill it. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, that's, that's a good a lamp. beautiful yeah. bottle, too. Mm-hmm. Looks like a pot still, kind of like Willet. Yeah. No, that'll it's be a little, little fancier looking. 
A little fancier, yeah, and it's not it's not a pot still, but it looks like one. Yeah. Uh, well, it is a pot still, so yeah. We'll have the Derby episode. We'll have the Derby. We're going to do our second year in a row of watching the Derby. I will be... You'll be the... In my the Stetson. Boss, and my, or my, and my grandpa's Stetson. Boss hog. Boss hog style. From Dukes of Hazard, yeah. And I'm deciding if I want to do the... Uh, the dress up or do the degenerate gambler look again this year? Do degenerate gambler always goes a long way. <laughs> I dressed fancy, but then the problem now is that I nothing freaking fits me anymore because <laughs> I gained like ten pounds in the last year. <laughs> Jeez, now, now that I have to go back to the office because I don't live under the bridge anymore, I I got a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, like I nothing fits me. Freaking <laughs> pants don't fit me. Like, shit, I gotta go shopping on Saturday because I gotta go to the office next week. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> pandemic, man. And whiskey. And you guys. I think that's the thing, though. I met you guys and I gained 10 pounds. It's all the smoked meats. The smoked meats and the whiskeys and cheese. Good the times. Pizza Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've had more pizza in the last year than I've had in my like last 10 years. <laughs> Freaking Joe's. Freaking Sam. Why is he next to a pizza <laughs> joint? <laughs> Sam, we love you. But no, we will have... Uh, I'm sure we'll put pictures up of our little derby yeah. together. Agreed. Uh, you'll be able to see them on our socials, which are Roberto what? So the socials, Instagram, we're doing more content. You know, we're getting creative. We're putting reels out there. It's really nice. Uh, Bourbon Matters, at Bourbon Matters. is the Instagram account. Facebook is the same thing, Bourbon Matters, on Facebook. Uh, and then we have the webpage, which... I don't know if we checked the visitors and that thing. Is that thing, do people still go to that thing? I haven't I checked the stats yeah, in a while. checked in like six <laughs> months. Uh, but it's bourbonmatterspodcast.com. It's got a good you know, amount of... There's info. a donate button, so feel free. Send us. Yeah. We're going to the Kentucky Trail. Send us money. Kentucky Trail? Uh, That's the second time you've said Kentucky Trail. I let, it, trail I let it go the first time, but I'm not going to let it go <laughs> the first time. We're going to the Bourbon Trail. I, I will say the... What if is you, the Kentucky trails? They just I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a trail in Kentucky. What do you find in Kentucky? Trail? Just a random trail. Yeah, in Kentucky. Tra- hiking trail. Like, all right, you are here. Great. If you are confused when you listen to the podcast, feel free to check out the Instagram. So that way you can tell if Roberto is talking about uh, rye whiskey, the rye or the rice or the rice, and then or, rice. or telling dogs to rise up off rice. their feet. Uh, but you cannot tell on the podcast. The the uh, the Instagram makes it way more clear. I I bought the Rosetta Stone. Maybe I'll, I'll get better at English. Who knows? But yeah. yeah. So anyway, we have good good content. You know, we we have pictures. You can see us being silly at Sam's. You can see us being silly at uh, at Jake's house. Where we you record. say us. Yet the majority of the time it's just you. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to spread the the guilt here. <laughs> and uh, obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, you know where to find us. But Jake, where? What all platforms are we on? You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Yeah, and if you're listening and you're in CNN Plus too, CNN Plus. we're on CNN Plus only for a few more days. Yeah, I think I think today it came down. I think it's the 30th. They, Is it the 30th? Okay, wow. down, yeah. uh, they should just do it like they did with the mask mandates on the flights and just like randomly shut it down at some random time. <laughs> if you're yeah. on a flight, you can turn your mask. Yeah, not, not the CDC appealed it today or yesterday. Yeah. Like, Come on. 
Everybody's done with that. Grasping at straws here. I'm telling you, we're going to Kentucky where there's no mask itch. It's fine. Well, there's, I don't think they've ever had masks in Kentucky. I, I uh, was there. They, well, they had a lot of COVID rules around the distillery tours. Louisville especially. Louisville had it. I mean, they, they did the whole um, vaccination card to get into anywhere. Any oh, really? That you were going hmm. in, in the city of Louisville. You had, a, you had to show the thing. Yeah. Anyway. But now, we don't have to deal with that anymore, yeah. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Oh, my God. If you're listening, like the podcast, share the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, shoot us a DM or something if you want to see us review something in particular. Um, yeah. And, you know, any feedback is always greatly appreciated. Awesome. I like the feedback. I like, you know, being the self-deprecating guy in, in the in the show. So give me feedback. Maybe Maybe you can teach me how to say rise. You almost had it right that time. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, hard truth. Pick it up if you find it. It's great. Uh, hopefully uh, we can get a nice tour. Maybe we can get some behind-the-scenes tour. Yeah. Uh, but no, really, really good rye for a guy that doesn't enjoy rye, I will say that. Yep. But Buy it, find it, taste it. Cheers. <laughs>